Blog Talk Radio. Good day and God bless. Thank you for listening. This is On Fire Agape Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Brian Bessworth and I am the Director of Public Relations for On Fire Agape Ministries. Tonight I have with me the Executive Director of On Fire Agape Ministries, Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Uh, how are you, listeners? I'm so privileged again to be back with you uh, to share the gospel of Christ that uh, the Lord has privileged us to do so. So thank you very much for listening to this gospel, and I hope the Holy Spirit that Christ gave us is going to enable you uh, to listen and to respond appropriately so that God will be glorified. Amen. Thank you. And just before we get going, I'd like to say a, a brief prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your grace and, and mercy. We uh, ask that you bless this program tonight and that you bless the people who are listening greatly. Give them a heart of compassion and love and please uh, help them recognize your truth as they listen to the program tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're we're very excited because uh, this is it's been some time since we did a radio program here on On Fire Agape Radio, mostly because we've been so busy doing so many practical things, trying to get the ministry up and running to the point where we really can accomplish some things. And we have some great news. We have got On Fire Agape Ministries incorporated here as a nonprofit corporation here in the state of Pennsylvania. Of course, it is also registered as a ministry in Kenya. So we've been making some great strides recently, and we've got very exciting news and a report to give you about the recent mission trip that uh, Dr. Samuel and some other friends took to Kenya to uh, set up the missions that we've been doing over there. In fact, I'm very amazed by the things that uh, we have been able to accomplish. Most of the people uh, complain about not having accomplished things, but we recognize that we have accomplished so many things, and we know that without, that without any doubt, it's because of the leading of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, those things would not be accomplished. We have accomplished so much, although we have not been uh, with you for some time. Yes, and uh, just for those of you who don't know, uh, Dr. Samuel is originally from Kenya. He came to this country 18, 19 years ago. Yes. And um, he went to Albright College in Reading, Pennsylvania, then, of course, came to Myerstown, where we are now, and attended Evangelical Theological Seminary, where he earned his master's degree, then went on to earn a doctorate. So he is a doctor of ministry, and so we call him Reverend Doctor. And so the reason I bring that up is because he has had this vision of setting up a ministry in his home country, going back there to help some of the less fortunate people who grew up the way that he did. And he has been back there a couple of times, but this time he went just before Christmas and um, got some really good things accomplished. Uh, 
what, what's uh, one of the main things you'd like to say that uh, you did while you were there? Uh, before I say what I, uh, I did when I was there, I must say that um, when I came to go to the United, I came here to the United States to go to school. I did not know that what I'm doing, I'll be doing. The person is just following uh, into place. I was just going to school, trying to take the opportunity that was there, but everything has come full circle because I have been able to go back where I came from after 19 years, and uh, those who saw me, they are just amazed that I'm back and they are hearing good news, and they might be tempted to say, we cannot believe that this guy is so smart that he has spent, uh, he has spent uh, 19 years working hard for this and coming to help us. No, this has been the leading of the Holy Spirit without knowing it, just as Joseph was sold into Egypt, and he ended up saving his brothers, but he did not know it. He must have been, he could have complained so much when he was being sold into slavery. But when he was the head and he saved his brothers from starvation, then he knew that the Lord was leading to do that. So I'm not comparing myself with Joseph, but I'm seeing strange but wonderful things of the way the Lord has worked uh, in my life. May him to be all the glory. Well, can you tell us a little bit about what your vision is for On Fire Agape Ministries and what you were really were looking to do when you went back there on this trip? One of the things is, first of all, to spread the gospel. We have been given the word, and a lot of people will perish, those who have not had this word. For the gospel of Christ is true. Go to the world and spread uh, the word of God, that was the commandment that Jesus gave us. And uh, as we are spreading his word, so that people may not be lost forever. Because if they don't hear this word, they will not experience eternity. And eternity is a long time separated with, uh, from God. So we want as many people as possible. We want to do our best. Uh, to let these people hear the word and to know the word is true. And while we are doing this, we want to uh, meet their need. Uh, God to use us to meet their need because he gave us an example. When he was in this world uh, through Jesus Christ, because it was God himself who was in this world. He was born as a baby and... Uh, he walked in this world, and he was called Jesus Christ. He had a ministry, and his ministry was a social ministry, was social ministry. He talked about the kingdom of heaven, but he also met the needs of the people. He, when, he, when they needed food, he fed them. When, he needed, when they needed healing, he healed them. When he, they needed leadership, he led them. So we are going back there. We are spreading the word of Jesus Christ so that people may hear it and be able to, uh, to live with the Lord forever. But at the same time, 
we are looking at their need, their environment, and most of the people that we are focusing on are children. In Kenya, you can go to public school and you can preach the gospel to the people. Now, when the kids hear the gospel, there will be a seed planted in their heart, and the Holy Spirit will guide them, and they are going to be able to escape from all these temptations that are there along the way in their journey, and they will become productive members and perhaps also spread the word of God. But without hearing this, without hearing the word of God, that will not happen. Now, we also want to know the environment through which uh, these kids are. They may have, uh, they may be in schools that are not, are not able to meet their needs. They may be sick uh, and they may, may not be able to get well because of the rising uh, cost medical care. They, they might be in an environment where they don't have enough to eat and uh, they don't have clean drinking water. We want to see how we can meet these needs, not because we have a lot of money, but when we trust that God is the one who is sending us to do these things, he is going to, to, to find a way to provide this need. And we are excited to tell you that these needs, these difficult needs that they are facing, some of them are being met in a very miraculous way. Great. And we do have a full report, by the way, on our website, which is onfireagapeministries.org. You can go there and check out our blog. There is a mission trip report there on the blog, which has some full-color photos of Dr. Samuel and some of the other mission team persons who were there with him. So you, you can get some good information there, as well as a lot of other things about our ministry. And so please take a chance and uh, visit there when you get a when you do get a chance. We'll we'll mention that again. So, uh, what do you think was the one of the first things that worked out well for you when you got to Kenya this time? Well, I must begin by saying that we accomplished and we are pursuing. One of the things that we did is we were able to meet with Cure International. I'm very passionate about Cure International because uh, healthcare is a very sensitive issue. A lot of people don't have healthcare in this world because health, uh, the, the healthcare is very expensive and indeed so in other countries. So there are kids who may be suffering because they don't have health care and they cannot meet the medical needs. Now, we were able through divine uh, appointment to meet a man who started a hospital in Kenya in a place called Kijabi. And his name is Dr. Scott Harrison. He started a hospital that takes care of the kids who have been born disabled. And he knew that he had a gift of being able to operate 
these kids, and instead of being beggars throughout of their life, he, they, can, they could be restored to health. And for example, the kids who have clubbed feet, kids, feet that, that are looking backward, they cannot walk well. The only thing is they can only sit down and beg. Uh, kids that have swollen heads uh, in school, they, they could be laughter because of the way they look, and they may not have self-esteem besides not looking good. Uh, he can fix that. He can also fix kids uh, who have uh, uh, cleft palate or cleft the lips that you can see the teeth, uh, cleft lip. Uh, when a, a girl has that kind of deformity, it's very hard for her to get married. But he, he could fix that. Uh, plus other spinal deformities that are very crippling to the kid. So he founded that hospital and is training Kenyan's doctors as they are treating these people. And Kenyan's doctors are being sent to other 12 hospitals that he has founded in developing countries. Now, one of the greatest accomplishments is the possibility of teaming up with QI International to do the work of the Lord. Uh, QI International is a Christian-based hospital, but they are so focused to meet the physical need that sometimes they are not able to meet the spiritual need. And what uh, we could do as, the as a ministry, we can team up with them to help meet the spiritual need. And, and this is the way we could do it. Uh, in Kijabi, they have only 30 beds, and that's where they perform the, the operations. But they send the kids away into their local hospitals so that they can go to the clinics there. And these hospitals are all over the Republic instead of coming back to where the operation was done. But also, the surgeons of Cuba International Hospital do rotate into these clinics with their tools and perform uh, operations there. We could go two days ahead and we could evangelize in schools uh, before the Cuba Hospital surgeons come. And we can announce to the people around, the families and the kids, that there is hope. There is free medical care, and we can go even into the interior and bring out the kids who may not have heard about QA International, and they could be helped as we are preaching the gospel to them. And that's very exciting that we can actually follow Jesus' footsteps, whereby he, he, he healed the people and talked about the kingdom of God. He also commanded his disciples Go and spread the word and heal the people. To be able to do that is very humbling. To be involved in such a ministry is very exciting. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm looking forward to the time when I'll be able to go over and, and visit and, and see how that's all working out. So when the On Fire Agape Ministries teams are going out to the, to the villages where there are schools and orphanages, and uh, meeting with the children and showing them Christian movies and preaching the gospel to them, which is legal to do in public schools, by the way, in Kenya. Unfortunately, 
it's very hard to do that here in this country these days. But that is one of the primary things that we're doing there in Kenya is evangelizing to the kids and giving them hope and, and purpose when they have not really heard anything like that before. And as Dr. Samuel was saying, then uh, we, we watch for the kids and if we find any that have severe physical problems like that, we can refer them to Cure International Hospital. And, and we're working real hard right now at uh, coordinating that. Um, one of the things that um, you noticed that at one of the schools was that they had uh, very bad water supply, right? And that's something else we are focusing on. Yeah, before we went to QA International, uh, the on-fire youth ministry uh, that I had volunteered for five years before uh, we founded on-fire Agape Ministry, uh, the director wanted to see what we do in Kenya. When I told him that we, visit, we do visit schools and orphanages to minister to the kids through Christian film, he actually was sent by a group of people to come and see and witness us doing that. And one of the schools that we visited was, very, was in a bad condition. Uh, the kids... Uh, went to school without shoes, although they went in uniform. Uh, the building, the classes that they attended was uh, made of mud walls and sticks. It had that floor. They had to sit on uh, benches, broken benches for desks. Uh, and uh, the teachers taught from a book that you could find in any school here in Hadlins, Hadlins in the library, because they had only one, one single book, and he uh, read that book to the student, and sometimes he wrote the notes on, uh, on a piece of board because uh, they didn't have a blackboard, or the wall could not be transformed into a black, what we used to call blackboard after being smoothed. If there was a, a concrete building, the wall could be smooth and then painted black, and the teacher could use a, top, a chalk to light. But then they can do that, so they use anything to light. It was in a very bad condition. But most, the most sad thing was the fact that those kids could die uh, even as they are attending school because of the water that they drank. The water came from rainwater. And uh, may I mention that it doesn't happen a lot, it doesn't rain a lot, and it's collected uh, on uh, rusted iron into a, a, a tank, a node, a steel tank that was also rusted, and uh, when it came out through the taps so that the kids could drink, it was colored yellow. And this is the kind of water that uh, kids drank when they they drank when they were in school. Now, these were the lucky kids. I'm talking about drinking that water and being lucky because where they come from, the community of about 5,000 people uh, come from a very dry area where they cannot afford even a tank to collect that rainwater. So they don't have anything like that. And at the same time, those who have uh, uh, collocated iron sheets where they can collect the water, 
they, they are the ones who cannot afford. But many houses are, are thrashed with grass. So even if it rains, uh, they, don't, they cannot use that water. So what do they do? They spend many hours, uh, women and children spend many hours going to fetch for water long distances, and sometimes they don't get the water. So what, uh, whatever they find, if they cannot get uh, clean drinking water, they bring home. And the kind of water they bring is the water that is being used by wild and domestic animals uh, to drink and bathe. And this is the water that they bring home to use. So they were in the, in, in the situation was very bad, and they would benefit from uh, a well uh, or a borehole. And uh, the people that we went with, the missionaries from America, they were just surprised. They did not expect this to be happening in any part of the world. So they did not say anything. They did not promise anything. They were just shocked. They were dumbfounded. And we went away in such a, 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 a sudden group of people. Yes, and so that's our next project that we're focusing on is to get some better water for children, especially at that one particular school. Since you all were there and saw how deplorable the conditions were, we've decided that we're going to get a well for that school and that village, right? God works in miraculous way. As I have said, the group that we went with, they did not promise anything. They left uh, a week uh, after, and then I was left behind. And then it happens by uh, divine will that there was somebody who had died in that area, and I knew the family, and I thought I should go for a funeral. When I went there, when they saw me, they were speaking about the hope they were given because some people from the United States of America, they had, had visited a school around that, and they just saw that as a sign from the Lord that something was going to happen. Mind you, the people who are with, they did not promise anything. They did not tell me that they were going to do something despite the condition in which they found. But when I came back, and I was telling a friend of mine who helped me come to the United States a long time ago. He said, if we are willing, if we are going to dig a borehole or a well there, he was going to provide the money. You see, the people who gave hope to the people are not the ones that were going to fulfill it. Someone else was going to fulfill it. God works in a mysterious way, and if you are Christian, I would ask you to follow the leading of the Lord, and you'll be amazed at how he works. Yes, amen. And um, so we, we do have some initial funding to get this first well dug. And, um, but I would, again, like to ask you, please, to visit our webpage at www.onfireagapeministries. There you can find out some more information about this and also how you can donate to help us I get this well completed. We're going to be working with uh, the organization, international group called Living Water, 
to uh, get this well dug. And once we do that, we plan to do it again for other schools and orphanages and, and villages that, that need that. So we, we do ask your help. Um, please, please visit our website and, and, and donate money if, if you feel you're able to. Otherwise, please pray. Um, we, we greatly appreciate your encouragement and your prayers in, in, in our mission here. That is also, uh, you can send some donations uh, in, in the address that we are going to provide. Uh, so you can send your check directly at Q Box 411 Myerstown, PA 17067. You can email us at agape at minister.com or you can call us at 717-644-7852. We would appreciate very much uh, your help and you partnering with us in doing God's work. Yes, and uh, all of that contact information you can also find at, at our website. So uh, once you listen to this program, we invite you to uh, visit us there and, and look around, find out a little bit more about what On Fire Agape is about and some of the projects we have. Uh, say hello at our guest book and um, just let us know that you care and, and that you're with us in this spiritual journey. Also, um, we are we have a, another appointment coming up next week with uh, Christian Ministry Technical Services, which is going to help provide some logistics. We we hope for us. And uh, what is the name of uh, Reverend Paul's ministry uh, that we're that we've been working with? Yeah, it's called Wayside Christian uh, School. That uh, also. Uh, donate equipment uh, to that world countries. Uh, they donate uh, books or writing materials, uh, anything that uh, the student could benefit we own or use, like old computers. So we are going to visit there uh, and also visit uh, the uh, technical services uh, in, in Banville with someone whose name is Eddie, and what he could help us with is get a vehicle so that we can be able to uh, visit these schools, uh, a motorized vehicle, so pray for that. Yes, amen. Thank you. Well, uh, we're really glad to uh, be back on the air. We will be starting up these programs on a weekly basis uh, from now on, whenever possible. And you are listening to On Fire Agape Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Any uh, any final words of wisdom or any any wish that you'd like to pass along? I would like to thank you very much for choosing the best path to follow as you walk in this world, and for allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you because you cannot go wrong. Thank you, Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu. I'm Brian Betsworth. Good night and God bless. Amen.